This is Truth Time Radio, providing Bible answers in a clear way for all to understand. Bible questions? Email us from our website, truthtimeradio.com. Welcome back. Today we want to discuss something called the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. Just another ecumenical movement going around today. It's, it's headed up by people like Kenneth Copeland, Tony Palmer, Pope Francis, Todd White, Mike Bickle, and the folks over at IHOP, Eric Metaxas, the New Apostolic Reformation, Bethel Church, Hillsong United. Too many to number, but as always, I encourage you to do your own research. And you'll also hear hints of this from the likes of Rick Warren and and Joel Osteen, two of the biggest Fruit Loops in the bowl. They want to change it from Christianity to Chrislam. So many agents of the one world umbrella, so you need to beware. But when you speak out, when when you expose these teachers and their false movements, some will use what's called poisoning the well, an attempt to discredit all criticism before it's even started, before it even comes out. They, They make preemptive strikes against their critics, and they do it before critics expose them. But we're not concerned because our Apostle Paul instructs us to mark and avoid these false teachers. But you can't avoid them if you don't know who they are. The Catholic Church is at the head of this ecumenical movement, a religion that thinks Mary is holy and and her role plays a part in our redemption. They'll baptize and confirm you, tell you you're on your way to heaven, even if you've never heard the gospel. They canonize the dead, pray to the dead, this is occultic. They do this even though Ecclesiastes 9.5 is clear and says the dead know nothing. So what would praying to a dead person who knows nothing do for you? Nothing. I don't think Catholics question things. They claim the Pope has never sinned. I see. So just listen to what the Apostle Paul said of himself. 1 Timothy 1.15 This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. He did not say were or used to be. He said I am chief of sinners. So the Apostle Paul was chief of sinners but the Pope has never sinned. Unbelievable. The Vatican also says the Catholic Church is above the Bible. Now let's think this through. God said in Psalm 138 that that he puts his word above his own name. So if the Catholic Church is above his word, then that makes them above the name of God. Truth sounds stranger than fiction, huh? They say that Mary brings salvation. Yeah, and that salvation is only found in the Catholic Church. Don't take my word for it. Anything I can talk you into, someone else can just as easily come along and talk you out of. No opinions. Let's deal with evidence only. I have some quotes to share with you. No need for conjecture. Let's just hear it straight from them. Here's one from Pope Leo VIII. This is our last lesson to you. Receive it. 
Engrave it in your minds, all of you. By God's commandment, salvation is to be found nowhere but in the church. The strong and effective instrument of salvation is none other than the Roman pontificate. Pope Pius IV. It must be held by faith that outside the apostolic Roman church, no one can be saved, that this is the only ark of salvation, that he who shall not have entered therein will perish in the flood. Here's another one. This from Pope John the Thirteenth. The Savior himself is the door of the sheepfold. I am the door of the sheep into this fold of Jesus Christ. No man may enter unless he be led by the sovereign pontiff. And only if they be united to him can men be saved. For the Roman pontiff is the vicar of Christ and his personal representative on earth. So do Catholics believe the Bible? How could they? I have a Catholic listener, Lookout Mountain, Tennessee, Amy. I ask her, are you a Bible believer? Her answer, yes, of course. I said, do you believe the Catholic popes? Again, she said, of course. And I'll tell you what I told her, that's simply an impossibility. You cannot believe both the Bible and the Pope. When one says there's only one mediator between God and man, Christ Jesus, 1 Timothy 2, 5, and the other says, quote, No man may enter unless he be led by the sovereign pontiff, and only if they be united to him can men be saved. The dichotomy is clear. Either the Bible is correct and the mediator is Jesus, or the Pope is correct and the mediator is the, quote, sovereign pontiff. How do Catholics not see this? Can they not put two and two together? Let's continue. This from Pope St. Gregory the Great. (laughs) These names. Now the Holy Church Universal proclaims that God cannot be truly worshipped except within herself, asserting that all they that are without her shall never be saved. Pope Eugene IV. No one even if he pour out his blood for the name of Christ, can be saved unless he remain within the bosom and the unity of the Catholic Church. You'll speak to Catholics who say, We don't believe that. We don't believe you can only be saved through our church. They're either ignorant to the truth, or they're hiding something. This is from their own popes. We move on. Pope Leo VII. We profess that there is no salvation outside the church, for the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. With reference to those words, Augustine says, If any man be outside the church, he will be excluded from the number of sons, and will not have God for father, since he has not the church for mother. Seriously? So God can't be your father if you don't make the Catholic Church your mother. Now, I know what's going to happen. I'll hear from two groups of Catholics. One, who will be thankful, who will be receptive to this truth. And they'll tell me they they had no idea of any of this. And then there's the ones who will be angry. Can't believe I have the audacity to share this. Their tradition means more to them than the truth. Let's move on. Pope Pelagius II, or it could be Pelagius Well, he said, 
Consider the fact that whoever has not been in the peace and unity of the church cannot have the Lord. Pope Benedict XV. Such is the nature of the Catholic faith that it does not admit of more or less, but must be held as a whole, or as a whole rejected. This is the Catholic faith, which unless a man believe faithfully and firmly, he cannot be saved. Pope John Paul II, there is no salvation outside the church. From her alone there flows surely and fully the life-giving force destined in Christ and His Spirit to renew the whole of humanity and therefore directing every human being to become a part of the mystical body of Christ. This is what they said. This is what they believe. And the reason you won't hear Catholics say these sort of things today is most don't know it, and the ones who do won't admit it, because it's not helpful to their cause. The ecumenical one-religion movement that's developing right before our very eyes. Listen, Catholics need witness to. They're told lies from a very early age and right on into adulthood. And one of the latest lies is, it's better not to have the truth and have unity than to have the truth and have disunity. But listen, unity should never have preeminence over truth. Be on the lookout for a blurring of the lines between Catholics, Charismatics, Evangelicals, and Pentecostals. This ecumenical movement has also been referred to as syncretism, a union or fusion between different beliefs and religions. It's no surprise that, that the bishops of Rome are called Pontifex Maximus, which was an old pagan title that meant bridge builder, and is exactly what they're attempting to do. Build bridges and restore relationships between the idol-worshipping Roman Catholics, Protestants, and all other worldwide religions. These who are at the head of this movement will say things like, Luther's protest is over. Is yours? And they say, if there is no more protest... How can there be a Protestant church? Maybe now we're all Catholics again. Galatians 4.16 Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? You're listening to Truth Time Radio with Trey Searcy. Another big news story of the year concerned the ecumenical council in Rome known as Vatican II. <laughs> Among the things they did in an attempt to make the church more commercial was to introduce the vernacular into portions of the Mass to replace Latin and to widen somewhat the range of music permissible in the liturgy. But I feel that if they really want to sell the product in, uh, in this secular age, what they ought to do is to redo some of the liturgical music in popular song forms. I have a modest example here. It's called The Vatican Rag. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Do whatever steps you want if you have cleared them with the pontiff. Everybody say his own, Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican right. 
Get in line in that processional Step into that small confessional They're the guy who's got religion I'll tell you if your sin's original If it is, try playing it safer Drink the wine and chew the wafer Two, four, six, eight Time to transubstantiate So get down upon your knees Fiddle with your rosaries Bow your head with great respect And genuflect, genuflect, genuflect Make a cross on your abdomen When in Rome, do like a Roman Ave Maria, gee, it's good to see you. Getting ecstatic and sort of dramatic and doing the Vatican right. The truth hidden in plain sight. Hey, the Vatican has in their possession one of the largest telescopes in the world. And what did they name it? God, Jesus, Mary, St. Peter, perhaps? No, they named it Lucifer. One of the largest religions, if not the largest, has this, has this telescope in their city, the Vatican City, and when selecting a name for it, out of all the names they could have chosen, they chose Lucifer. You got to be the walking dead. Uh, you got to be walking around in a zombie-like stupor to miss this. To not see the writing on the wall. Maybe something's in the water, or maybe it's all these prescription drugs. I don't know, but a real Christian, not just a professing one, but a real actual saved by grace through faith Bible believer will never submit to the ecumenical movement. Catholics are ritualistic. They worship and pray to idols. Wake up, people. Most Protestants think this is just a, a, a unity with them and Catholics. But what they don't know is they're pushing for unity with all, trying to morph us into a one-world religious system. That would include Islam, New Agers, sorcerers, Hindus, Buddhists, and many others. They want all world religions to become one with the Catholic Church at the head. They promote this under the umbrella of unity. Listen, diversity is not unity. Unity is great when it's between those who believe the Bible. Those who believe John fourteen six, when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, listen, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. When Joel Osteen was being interviewed by Larry King, and he says, Listen, listen, Larry, I, I'm not really the judge of this. Only God can judge. Well, God wrote the Bible, and the Bible says, No man cometh unto the Father but by me. How hard is that, Joel? Not hard. Just believe God. You don't. Beware of this, this, this interfaith movement. Today, we're being inundated with all sorts of teachings, teachings that sound like freshman psychology mixed with a, a, a dash of motivational talk and a pinch of Jesus. It's calculated brainwashing that conservative Christians should be pushing back hard against. The world is being prepared for the son of perdition to lead the one world into the new age. They use words like unity, which really means ecumenical. Unity is the last thing we need. We need division now more than ever. Separate from the weeds before we get choked out. 
Since the term Antichrist means opposed to Christ, have you ever wondered why Catholic bishops and popes are called Vicar of Christ? The term Vicar comes from the Latin word vicarious. And what does it mean? Instead of. So Vicar of Christ is instead of Christ. However, we know that there's only one mediator between God and man, and that is Christ Jesus. Remember, you only get two educations. The one you're given, and the one you give yourself. You're living in sin. Says who? The Pope. What do you think? I don't have to think. I'm a Catholic. I gotta quit lying on myself and let the truth be told. This is Truth Time Radio, providing Bible answers in a clear way for all to understand. Bible questions? Email us from our website, truthtimeradio.com. Truth Time Radio.